Go. Tell me when. Tell me when. Go. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wall Podcast. That was weak. Our special guest today is. <laughs> Connor Whitmore, aka Naughty Step. Make a round of fucking applause, everybody. It's fucking <laughs> what <laughs> Naughty Steppers. Everybody, make noise in the chat. Yeah, Connor Whitmore. The the away fans have travelled a long way, so I'm just giving them a little. In the, corner, <laughs> the away fans, yeah, fucking good. <laughs> yes. How are we all doing? Uh, How is everyone doing? Business. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Well, what have we all been up to in the uh, just, um, just, uh, restricted times? What have I been up to? Yeah. In the last in the last year, I mean, I think um, I th- you know to be honest, last last year or so, found it found it quite easy at the beginning because mm. I was like, oh, now I've just got more time to to work on what I'm doing and. You know, my my whole life was kind of spent in this very room making videos anyway and churning out the content, if you will. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I just had I just had more time to do that, and it was great. But I think last few months been um, been feeling it quite bad, and I miss a lot of people quite a lot going yeah. to shows with you guys and whatnot. So, you know, last last three months or so, it's been. Um, it's got a lot more difficult, but um, yeah, you know, I think as with most people, big ups, big downs. Yeah, so. yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I found, I think both all of this like has been difficult in different ways. At the start, I went mental because a lot of what I did was like I worked all the time and was out of the house a lot, and then I was suddenly stuck indoors all the time. Um, mm. I mean, it's recently been the way you just described it at the start, where I've just sort of been fucking grinding everything out. But yeah, I mean, just about staying sane. But how? Um, Very much. Is it? Have you been putting more videos out, like more regularly then, or has it been pretty much the same? No, it's um, it's always like from around from around April three years ago. It's just been three videos a week, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Yeah. Been doing that for three years now, pretty much. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was never uh, it was never going to increase from that. Do you know what I mean? Because like each video takes two days to make. And okay. so, you know, if you're doing if you if you're making three a week, then that's like six days of your week taken up pretty much. Yeah. Um, but wh- whatever kind of video it is, you know, some if it's a live review, for example, that'll take a lot less time to make than writing out a full review or um, getting uh, getting recommendations for, from people for a specific video. Mm. It takes a bit longer kind of ordering all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, three videos a week, I could I could never do more than that because, like, you know, you need you need that one day in a week where you know you're kind of just doing nothing. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I've definitely figured that yeah. out recently. Yeah. 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 But n- now I don't even have that really because, you know, I've started a Patreon. So every other Sunday I'm making, uh, making an extra video. So that's four videos mm. a week. Damn. Um, and so it's fine. I enjoy it. I love doing it, but yeah, 
it's like now I've kind of I've slowly come to the realization last last few days or so that in a in a month I'll get you know three full days off in a month probably. Yeah, no, that's probably what we're talking about here. That's the grind, boys. So, you know, yeah. that's what it's all about. It will all pay off. Like, get it. You I'm get sure it. you're growing. I'm sure you're growing like more than ever at the moment as well. With like everyone, I guess with everyone being at home. Yeah, I mean, you say that, you say that, but I mean, it's difficult to know exactly sometimes exactly what people are looking for and what people want. Mm. And as someone who's making videos and you're doing them every day, you have to be really aware of what people want, what Mm. kind of projects or releases they want. You know, I'm always, you know, at the forefront of my mind is what people, what would the people want to see? Yeah. But at the same time, I get people every week, you know, coming at me, like not coming at me, you know, not in a bad way, but like messaging me stuff like, you know, I loved if you would do something from Inspected, for example, or if you did mm. like a D&B EP or if you did an experimental bass EP or something, you know, anything like that. So mm. it's a constant juggling of what exactly I should be doing for that given video. Yeah, And you only get three yeah. chances a week. You know, there's no one kind of, there's no one helping me edit my videos or put them together. So mm-hmm. like I said, I, ca- I can't do any more than I've been doing. So three chances every week to kind of be like, yep, that's what I'm definitely going to do. And pretty much every one, you know, at some point I'm like, shit, maybe I should have done something else. So mm. you, know, you, you never, for yourself, you never quite get it right, even though people do enjoy the videos. Yeah. If that makes sense. Do you mm. reckon you'd ever branch out and like get someone to edit your stuff for you or like get other people in to help you out? That is 100% the aim. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And you could, yeah, um, be because like, Sorry? I was just saying that would be pretty fucking cool <laughs> if you could get somebody to actually... Get some fucking like, crazy editor, editor well. whenever you say, like, whoa, yeah, it like just, zooms in on your face. Be like the funny YouTuber thing is like, editor, put that in post and just dump yeah. it. Yeah, like pretty that. much. Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Anthony Fantano. Yeah, or, I was literally guy. saying to Ellis yesterday that you're the dubstep version of him. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, the electronic I'm just music version. Just, just a guy reviewing the music, and like no one else really quite doing it in that way, in my opinion. Do you know mm. what I mean? But like, yeah, ultimately, you know, he he's putting out six or seven videos across two channels every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's because someone is editing every single video that he puts out. Mm-hmm. So what he has to do, he gets up every day, he writes a review, he films it takes him, I don't know, however long, then he just ships it off to someone else and that's it. Yeah. That is like that that is what I would love to do. That's yeah. why I'd love a video of people to like turn the needle drop into like an actual like proper business. Kind of like how Linus with the whole Linus tech tips and all that shit. Like he's he's turned it into like a whole like full blown like operation full of people. Mm. Fully. Yeah. I but fully you know, believe you'll get there. Like, that with Naughty Step. That'd be fucking insane. I, I fully <laughs> believe you'll get there like sooner than you think. Because to be fair there's clearly there's clearly like passion and intent behind it and people like i don't know anyone else who does it there's not that many like review channels for fucking underground dubstep or electronic music anyway and like you do it really well so we had um joe joe on a couple weeks ago and like he's the only other guy uh, you and him are the only two i watch 
So I, yeah, I don't I mean, know well, any others that quite a few have actually um quite a few have cropped up. I made a tweet about it yesterday. Oh really? Um quite a few have cropped up. Well, I mean, they've probably been around for far longer than I've been aware of them, but yeah, yeah, there are quite a few. You know, some of like you know people like T Rex and Knight and stuff. They mm. they've started doing it a bit less now. They're trying to move on to other stuff now, which is cool. That's awesome. Um, and uh, but no, there there've been a few a few other channels that have cropped up in well for me anyway in the last kind of couple of weeks or so. But you know, again for me, it's just that thing of it is that thing of knowing knowing what people want. And you say it's like. You say it's like, I don't know, just a bit of a, not an inevitability, but kind of like a thing that, you know, what I want to do exactly with it will get there at some point. But, you know, sometimes I definitely fear that exactly what I want to do is not what people want to see. And that's constantly mm. what I'm playing with. You mm. know, you you look at my live reviews, which are more entertaining, more you know, kind of a bit more chilled, you know, I'm playing the music for the first time, I'm doing the reactions, or, oh, fire this, fire that, you know, great drop, blah, blah, blah. But then you have the stuff which is a bit more analytical and mm-hmm. thought out, and that doesn't get viewed as much, but, you know, ultimately that's the thing I prefer doing a little bit more. Mm. So, oh, okay. you know, if it came to doing one of them, it's going to be that, because, like, you know, that's my passion. I've, you know, I had a very, very journalistic background, Mm. I've written so much in my life and yeah. um that if it came down to two down down to those two things then yeah it would have to be that one and uh you do you you kind of wonder whether how 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 far that can push basically because you know I, I think constantly about how many people actually want to see that that's I think it, a, I think a lot of people a lot, a lot more people than you think do even if it doesn't get as many viewers I think it's also like about just finding the balance, which you seem to be doing well. Like you're balancing the two, those two concepts well. And I think you, you could, you, if you just continue to do that, you'll still continue to grow. I think. Yeah. Well, you especially know. with like the Patreon thing you've got going on now as well and everything. Hopefully yeah, you'll be able to. Think, <laughs> someone put in the I'm... chat, not naughty enterprise. <laughs> Not the enterprises. Well, I mean, honestly, if you, I'm, I'm very, I'm a person for like not letting my ideas loose when I have them. Mm-hmm. You know, you see people. I'm throwing no shade here at all, but you see people. It's like uh, they they have an idea, and then suddenly it's like, oh, Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let, let me run it past you, and that's fine if it works for you. But for me, that's like now I have to do it, and that's something I have to like really do as soon as i can because people are expecting it they've got the idea in their head do you know what i mean so it then has that pressure of like oh shit other people have seen that i'm gonna do this i have to do this now yeah it's like this is why like i hate saying that i'm gonna like release a certain like like say like i've I've said a couple times oh yeah i'm thinking of doing an ep or something and then i get that guilt of like i don't have the drive to sit and make an ep that actually is like a coherent story of like tunes rather than just putting out four just just random singles into an ep and just fucking calling it whatever so mm. right, every single time i've sat there and i've just gone don't tweet that just, yeah just don't yeah. tweet that put it, there. put it in the ideas pile leave it because <laughs> because, because the dopamine goes mm-hmm. like, this is straight up. This this is why I never say die. This is why disciple now they post about all the projects that are coming out like three or four days before, not two weeks before, which is what mm-hmm. they used to do. Because that's yeah. how you build hype. Do you know what I mean? 
if you you're if you drag out a release schedule now it it, it loses so much more hype i mean people's attention I've, spans have gotten worse over the years that's what it is yeah we've all yeah. developed adhd yeah <laughs> Exactly, but you can't blame people. You can't. No. You can't blame people for that. So it's the thing of just like how it is nowadays. Under, yeah, understanding how it is and working with that and seeing how you can kind of work around that and make sure everyone's happy. You know. Yeah. But yeah. the 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 whole the whole shelf life thing when it comes to music, it's just a massive shame. But mm-hmm. you can't you, you can't stop people from making the music. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what they want to do. Yeah. So I mean, you're never going to have it perfect, unfortunately. I've been I mean, trying to post quite... recently, like more about releases that dropped like two months ago, just because there are there will be like a majority of the people who listen to my music, they'll be like a majority of them would have missed it. So I just try and post about it like for a couple months after. Uh, mm. I feel like I'm just like, fucking shoving it down make... everyone's throat. Yeah, because they can at least make it seem like, oh look, it's a new post about something that's new, and then they sit and then like these new people that come in that they think it's new, but it's like you know it's months. Yeah, old. yeah. But then obviously it works differently for us because obviously as we're artists, a lot of our stuff's kind of designed to kind of, you know, be there and kind of just stay. Whereas like I, I reckon with, with videos, it's a lot diff- a lot more different because obviously you're having to do shit to keep up with the times constantly. Like you're mm. constantly having to look for what what's the new thing to post about, which artist should I be talking about? Should I like, like, like oh, this, this, so like some shit's kicked off on Twitter or like something shit's kicked off with like within the industry and you've just like you've got to constantly keep your your eyes and ears peeled for like everything. Mm-hmm. It's a bit fucking away. Like I imagine it's a lot, a lot more of a stressful process than it is. Mate, the whole the whole oh, Datsik situation. Mm. Obviously, I have to I have to give some sort of opinion on it. I can't you, you can't say nothing if you're kind of like someone with a platform. You, you have a platform with a voice, so you kind of have to exactly, exactly for that exact kind of music. And people mm. are like, "Oh, what do you think of this? Would you are you at least going to say something about it?" And then it's like, you know, then it comes to making a video about it, and you have to you have to think about every every single way that you know people can try and talk about it with you. Do you know what I mean? And kind mm. of work through that in your mind, write something cohesive, and then bloody presents it on camera do you know what i mean like mm. it's uh it can be a lot it can be a lot yeah it's a lot it's a lot to do and it's a lot to fucking i mean to be fair i i admire your courage for doing it because the amount of times where like i've only just started getting into the idea of wanting to create content that goes along with my music like so i've been posting dumb shit like you know like i post a promo video of me running across a fucking field in sheffield just to promote my latest song and i fucked up and i fucked up my trainers i fucked up my my coat my trainers are still stained i fucked up my nmds for that never again um fucking like being on camera i i I don't know i i always admire someone who's who's i admire the courage of someone who's able to get up in front of a camera and do that shit on a regular basis to a point where like you know they've become almost like a household name within like other friend groups and stuff i mean like I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy to say the least. Mm. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't, you know, sit here and say that it's completely fine. It's, oh, oh shit! Bloody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell, got a bit excited there. Um, <laughs> and that, um, and, and, uh, and that it's ever been completely fine because, like, mm. when, when you, you know, when you, especially when you script something, 
you have a yeah. you have a specific line and you just say it again and again and again and you become you naturally become a perfectionist you know because you're just like you're doing it so often that you're just like i want it to look and sound good Mm-hmm. And if it isn't good, then I'm going to do it again, and I do it again. Like pe- people, people have no, you know, pe- people will not kind of know what what I go through when it comes to filming each video. Mm. Um, it's not as easy as just putting on a camera and just saying it. Um, yeah, yeah, of course, exactly. There's a lot of there's a lot of trial and error with every video, and sometimes I'm filming for like three hours. Mm. So do just, you like script videos? With how you with how you're gonna say and explain everything, it depends what it depends what kind of video it is. But if it's just a normal review, uh, which is just like exactly what I think, I've listened to the project about eight times or so, and it's all ordered and structured and stuff. Then yeah, that is like that is uh, that is scripted. Yeah, but if yeah. it's like a live review, then completely off the cuff. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's um, I didn't I didn't realize you scripted any of them, but uh, you could, you definitely yeah. do it. You do it very well. <laughs> I mean, the normal reviews I couldn't not script them, mm. um, because you know it 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 just it becomes a thing of me saying exactly what I want to say. Yeah, like, that's the whole point. It's just like I I have opinions and I'm going to order them this way. Mm-hmm. This is what mm. I think. Cool, awesome. Whereas with a live review, it's just like, oh, what what emotions am I feeling right now? Like, how how is this kind of how is this music hitting me in the moment? You know? Yeah. So um, yeah, it's just two completely different kinds of filming and writing and all that kind of stuff. Mm. That Dan's demand just put in the chat. What what video took you the longest to record? Oh, hundred uh, percent. Joyride Brave album review. Really. Oh, because because the album's like uh i think 18 tracks or something Jeez. and um you know you want to you want to cover all of them in some way or another yeah so like true. some of them you can talk about quite quickly because not a lot goes on you're like oh this is just a simple joyride house tune you know all good but some of them some of the tracks are so complex like um i'm gone for example and you just have to dissect the whole thing because there's stuff you just can't miss out Mm. Do you know what I mean? And so that review is like 20 minutes long and it's just me talking pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, it's like that, that took me a long fucking time to film. Fuck me. That yeah. was a, that was a big one. This is, I mean, I wouldn't be able to do it. I suck at fucking writing and speaking. So, <laughs> but yeah. It's... I mean, I've always wanted to try and do YouTube shit. I mean, I remember when I was younger, I used to sit there and fucking make YouTube videos and I'd sit there and put a camera in front of myself and then I'd write, I'd make like a little two minute YouTube video and I was just like, nah, this is cringe. I'm getting rid of this. Well, I used <laughs> fucking... to make YouTube videos. I, I used to do music instead. When I was like 12, <laughs> I used to make like fucking Minecraft tours of like my house and shit. <laughs> it was fucking great. I used to do cinnamon challenge videos. I did a Harlem Shake video. Oh, in my school. No. I was in a oh, Harlem Shake wow. video. I used to go, um, I used to go rock climbing at Craggy Island and um, they, they did like a Harlem Shake of the whole place. They're like, they announced they were going to do it. So everyone had to fucking do it. And it was fucking, <laughs> <laughs> it was jokes. When we, did, when we did the one at my school, I, I was like, I was the one that had to, well, I, I filmed it and then edited it on fucking iMovie on my phone. And like, because because somebody had flipped the table over as soon as the drop came in on Harlem Shake, 
we immediately had to stop because teacher kicked off and like you know we only got like three seconds of footage so like for the entire eight bars of the drop it's just me going (laughs) other people just doing the same shit in loops for like 20 seconds Bro, I got rinsed for that. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, no. The one I'm in is probably still on YouTube. If anyone looked hard enough, they could find it. It wouldn't oh, have anything to do with my name. Ninda Harlem Shake. It wouldn't have anything to do with my name. It would probably be like... Harlem Shake Nimda Remix. I'm going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find it and post it. Fuck it. But, um... Bro, mate, that, that's... that's all because of Bauer as well. What the hell? That's mad. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, yeah, it was Bauer, and then what's it? Filthy Frank made the fucking original video, and then I still can't believe that whole shit that happened with like basically Bauer just got fined, like contractually fucked over because the sample wasn't cleared. I don't actually know what like what happened with him. I don't know anything about him other than that song. So basically, the song came out on Mad Decent, which was Diplo's label, right. and there was there was like something to do with the sample. I think it was the vocal in it, mm-hmm. which is some which was from some I don't know what the original sample was from. But then what happened was is that it got big. Loads of shit was kicking off about it because, like, you know, everyone's talking about the Harlem Shake and then turns out the vocal was an uncleared sample. Oh, no. Bauer made no money from it. Mad Decent had no help with it whatsoever. I think Bauer fucking despises Diplo and Mad Decent. I mean, to be fair, Bauer's still, like, you know, doing his own thing. Like, his, One of my favourites is still his um, remix of... Uh, uh, you and Me by uh, Disclosure. I mean, obviously, the Flame remix is always going to be fucking up top. Hey, uh, yeah. The Bauer the remix comes at a close second for me. Mm. Well, yeah. Guy had my, uh, he had my album of the year last year, album of the year, so uh, you know, he's still doing bits. Still I doing haven't bits. listened still to anything bits. about him. I haven't listened to anything from him, honestly. I need to listen to more <laughs> fucking music in general other than yeah, shit beat down. <laughs> I only listen to beat down and big dubs. <laughs> yeah. No, if it's no breakdowns, it's not real music. Well, I only listen to fucking distorted music. That's it. Um, mate, we've been recording for like 20 minutes. We've already just like gone into depths about YouTube and shit. That's mad. Yeah, man. Right. We're going to try. We're going to try something new. Oh, right. We're going to start doing this every episode. So, in the past seven days, yeah, try and remember, like, everything you've eaten. What stands out? What was fucking sick? you got to review something. you got to do a food review of something. Review a piece of food. Um, you've eaten. What, okay. what was sick? Um, huh? What was, like, amazing or shit? Um, what was amazing? So I make I make a bit of a mean uh, mushroom stroganoff. Oh, I haven't had stroganoff in years. It's fucking decent, mate. Like, Is it? You know, fucking come round mine, you me. Yeah, come round, stepdad. <laughs> fucking let's go, mate. <laughs> it's fucking beef stroganoff at Naughty Steps House. Let's fucking go. <laughs> you and the naughty fam eating fucking stroganoff. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that's that sounds like a fucking meal to me. So Are like you white vegetarian? rice, a bed of white rice. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And then. Uh, loads of like fuck ton of mushrooms like you, you wouldn't even believe I'm, like, I'm talking like a kilo of mushrooms like corn, right. yeah? a kilo and then uh, all sorts of uh, spices and uh, vegan creme fraiche um, and then uh, then uh, chilli seeds and then uh, pretty much put it all together it, like it's unbelievable the, the, mm. 
the taste of it is unreal, boys. I'm, I'm telling you. Mm. Flavor Town, City Central. The, nor- the <laughs> Naughty Stroganoff. You got a trademark uh-huh. it. The Naughty Stroganoff. Yeah, yeah, the Naughty Stroganoff. Um, Waitrose do this um, very good vegan breaded chicken. And so my mum's learned how to do like katsu sauce. Like and it's mm. and it's fucking sensational. So you just put the two oh. together, and again, bed of rice, you fucking sorted, bruv. Mm. Like it's just, it's top draw. Speaking of katsu, I think I think one of the best things I had this week, I had a I had a katsu curry. It's, mm. it's one of my it's all basically just all time favorite dish. If I'm ever feeling shit, I'll always get I'll always get myself a katsu curry and just sit there and just eat all the rice first because I know that I'll end up eating everything else first. So I just sit there. Well, but obviously with all the sauce on, I just. Oh, so you leave the good bit. Yeah, leave the good bit. So film absolute britches with all the nice saucy sticky rice and uh, very nice. But I also did have a funny story about um, I ordered from this place in Sheffield called So Famous, which they do like. I think it's all like Hollywood themed shit. It's like some like Sheffield version of like American Diner with you know all that shit. So everything's like oh classic milkshakes and everything's named after a movie and. I don't know, and um, but yeah, the, 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 my Uber driver gave me the wrong order, so I had ordered like two like waffle burger thingies, and they'd uh, they he'd actually arrived with four different burgers, all of which were more expensive than the burgers I'd purchased on their own, along with a bunch of other sides and shit which I didn't pay for, and I called up the driver and he's just like. Oh yeah, just call up, just call up the restaurant. It's a term you got the wrong one. I was just like, yeah, sure thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think I got about sixty quid's worth of food for twenty quid. Oh, like, complain. <laughs> Very good. That was a good. That was a good. But, but, but wait, hang on. You, you're going to have to clear up waffle burger for me. What? What the fuck? What? What's that? It basically, yeah, what... it's basically like a, it's basically chicken and waffles. But in a burger. Shut the fuck up! No, no, that, 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 no I'm not kidding. I'm that's not kidding. an abomination, surely. That sounds work. great. Is it a thing? Yeah, I mean, I've had chicken and waffles before. I remember when I went to Krebs and Conan's restaurant in uh, Croydon. I didn't know they had a restaurant. Yeah, man. <laughs> I had no you, idea. Did you, do you remember their song, Krebs and Cones? No. <laughs> that's, that's the name of their restaurant, Krebs and Cones. Fucking so hell, that's great. Wait, I don't know if you remember Paul Barney, but um, we Paul um, to... who came over and was fucking plugging me like Jersey House or whatever it was. Yeah, and yeah, and we used to yeah, and we used to smoke lots of weed, me and him, all the time. Um, so we we yeah. got really like, yeah, so we got really stoned and went to Krebs and Conan's restaurant, and I was just sat there just out my tree, and I was just like, wow, chicken and waffles, I'm gonna get these, yes. And then as soon as we step outside, Krep Dan Conan are there, and we're like. <laughs> yeah. Paul went to go shake his hand, and he did. He just does that. Oh no! One of them. What? Of... Oh <laughs> no! So I, at, at that point, I just went. I'm gonna wait by the car. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck that! You've got a dip after that. That is shocking. No, but luckily, luckily, I think I think they were also stoned as well because they came back from an alley that looked very smoky, <laughs> and then they, and they they were like ready to start their shift, and so they didn't. They just went. Oh, yeah, it's cool. It happens. It happens. <laughs> I'm just there, just like. <laughs> With your what? little chicken waffle just fucking in your stomach or whatever. Yeah. What, like, like absolute... encounters with celebrities King. have you guys had? 
I love hearing about these. They're fucking always hilarious. I mean, a celebrity. celebrity. Like any, like, uh, someone who's considered big or, like, just, yeah, celebrities. I don't know, like, Rihanna. I've met Rihanna. Oh, really? How, what the what fuck? <laughs> you you want to know where I met Rihanna? In Waterloo yeah. Station. Wow. I mean, I, I, I mean, I know murder isn't famous in terms of like compared to like celebrities and stuff. But I bumped into you murder. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and I got a picture. Yeah, and because yeah, I went to the Getter show in Camden Assembly, and I was in the crowd for like the entire time, going nuts because I was like, "Wow, Getter!" I'm like going crazy, and then fucking Bare Noise recognized me from the crowd after I was there waiting outside stage door because he just saw me in the crowd losing my shit dealing with this guy next to me who was sweatier than any other person who'd consumed MDMA in their entire life. <laughs> the guy the guy was like, I was running to the like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like cat farts as well. So it just oh, seems no. disgusting. And so I'm there completely so, well, was I sober? Yes, I actually was. That was like, that, that was when I used to go to show sober. Um, <laughs> but then fucking... Was, I was waiting outside stage door, and then yeah, but I met Getter, and it was pretty cool. I missed my last train home, but it was worth it. What, what, <laughs> what kind of what, what kind of height are we talking? Oh, what the what the guy or yeah yeah get the the get man the, the, oh the, right so the, the get meister. I'm, I'm about six one, and he's like up to here. <laughs> So this man that I was like looking up to for like all these years, being like, "Wow, no, I, I love this guy's shoes for years and years and years." I'm there like, "Hey, right." <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. Um, for some reason, Ben always told me to give him a hug. And then, as soon as I, as soon as I, we had, as soon as we hugged it out, some other guy was just like, um, "Getter, can I, can I hug you too?" Oh, oh, oh no, this is so bad. <laughs> I got a picture with him and Clint. I don't think I think Clint's a bit sus now, so I might have to delete that picture. But um... <laughs> so, so that people say on Twitter, I don't know. <laughs> what happened when um, you met Rihanna? What, what was that like? Did you like talk to her or? No, so um, I just uh, I'd been to see a show at the must have been the Young Vic, and then and then I was. Uh, I was just beyond the barrier at Waterloo and then Rihanna just fucking walks past me and I'm like, wait, 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 like, Rihanna, Rihanna, she turns around and her like bodyguard or friend is with her. Um, and they were going to a Jay-Z concert on the tube. Oh, wow. That's so strange. Risky. So, yeah. <clears throat> so it's like the whole escalator down to the actual tube is like, like 30 people with cameras like trying to get after her and like pushing people out of the way on an escalator trying to get to her wow and i'm just like whoa, whoa it's like a bloody like hurricane on the blood like in the fucking on the escalator yeah mate i could feel people were like trying to wrestle their way past me with cameras like these fucking expensive cameras Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. I was there, one of them, they're all fucking yeah. yeah. It's like a mosh pit on an escalator, so you're moving oh, down nice. and people are fucking going, you know. So you just, get, you just get one one guy in the fucking middle of the escalator just going Wait for the drop, everyone. <laughs> yeah, God. Fucking hell. Uh, but yeah, that that was very 
surreal. There's a picture of it on Facebook. You can find it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look through your Facebook now. I'm sorry. Oh, that's joking. Go go uh, go to like go my go to my like all my photos on my profile and then go back to like 2012. Well, did you just like sneak a picture? <laughs> no, it was actually a paparazzi picture. I think. Oh right, okay. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So it's just a picture of like loads of people on an escalator, and then she's at the front. I'm like in the middle. Are you in it? Are you just like getting clobbered? Oh, fuck, I, just found you, I, just, I just found the picture of you in JME. <laughs> oh my I god! I fucking love JME. I JME. Can't JME. He's great. Oh he's he's great. He's great. I would have just freaked out, my man. I did. I, I freaked out a little bit. I must admit. I was like, yeah. oh, oh, JME. Oh. Can I please get a, get a picture? And he was like, "Yeah, mate, yeah, bro." I'm like, "Sure, fam." Like, of course. Like, puts his arm around me. I'm like, "This guy's like, he's like my dad, basically." I, by I'd now, love to meet Jamie. That'd be fucking brilliant. That'd be I'd I'd I could die happy if I met Jamie. Oh yeah, fuck! He, I found the picture. This is you stood there, just like, uh, "Hey, <laughs> this is you with all the paps. You're looking so like, help, 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 <laughs> mate." And behind those paps, there's like. Yeah, like 20 others just, like, waiting. Just, like, making their way down, creating the mosh pit, just getting involved. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Mate, it was so mad. It was oh, mad. I can't um, think of any, like, any times I've, enc- I've encountered, like, any sort of celebrities. I've met, like, pretty big vocalists and band members from, like, the metal mm. scene, but they're not very big because the metal scene's fucking... The Empire was fucking tiny. <laughs> But like I, I one that stands out. I met Ellis. I think you were at this show. Do you remember when I did that guest spot for Bound and Fear and the mic fucking turned off? Oh my fucking god! Yeah, because I didn't mic you up properly, and then yeah. fucking yeah, and you tried to do you tried to do your fucking gut rolls, and then it just didn't and it just come through. Silence. Yeah, no, yeah. But... It was just you going. Dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking awful. But, um, dun, dun. I met like. Do you know? Do you guys know the meme? The fucking send them to the slaughterhouse meme. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. I met the vocalist of that band, and like, I was like, I was, I was like fucking seventeen at the time, and I was just like, oh my god, it's him. And then he bought <laughs> me a shot, and I was like, you've just bought an underage boy, fucking alcohol, yeah. Fucking... <laughs> Did you fail to mention the fact Could that you cancelled him? <laughs> Yeah, that's on it. that day, on that <laughs> day, Barney became a legend. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking he gets arrested next day. <laughs> fucking hell! How was um? How was like videos been this week? How's um content coming along in the last week or so? Um, slow this at the week... or sorry, is it like slow or is it moving nicely at the moment? Because it's um it's okay i think i think the beginning of any year is a bit a little bit slower you know mm. because of releases and stuff mm. it's not like you, you don't usually have the biggest names kind of releasing at the very beginning of the year no everyone's cool. so good um but yeah we've we've had a couple of big projects so far i think the uh the tritone one was uh one that people were getting quite I still need to listen out. to that to be honest because i know have you not no, I haven't. I've been I've been really lacking on like a lot of the newer mainstream dubstep releases. I mean, I've been I basically just kind of just been focusing on what's kind of happening around me in the sense of mm. people like like you know people who are on Interval, people who are on ODO, people who are on like similar kind of level ground and shit. 
like you know like yeah like spinning (laughs) spinning records and stuff like yeah yeah you know spinning records you know like they're they're the underground homies like (laughs) so i started laughing because i remembered the fucking hashidas thing oh wait this is an audio record exclusive Oh my god! Yeah, we yeah we made a basically. I don't know if I've I've never told you this, but we me and well, it started out between Barney and Thin Air, and then like because because Thin Air doesn't really produce much anymore because it's just it was I've just, just me and then I got Ellis involved. Wait, yeah, Connor, you need I'm to do a full live rest. review of every Hashidas song. Oh my god, that Christ. would be you need to get really fucking drunk as well, and then you'll enjoy it. Okay. Basically, just just get yourself just just get yourself into a nice, easy state of just willing to accept what happens to, to your ears, and don't and then, turn it up too loud. No, loudest volume. That's Actually. the only way you're going to experience Hashidas Barney. We've discussed this. We haven't, but we've discussed this. <laughs> yeah. You're going to start with tracksuit anthems volume one. <laughs> you need to. No, I tell you what. Right. Don't do all of it. You need to do um the recent EP. Which I forgot what it's even oh, called. Tracks Amphibs Volume Three. Volume 3. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put the link in the Discord so you can it listen. It's basically. Your it was basically a meme project I started with Thin Air uh, in like 2016, which is just like, yeah, it's just fucking. It was okay. like a piss take of Jump Up, but then it just became a piss take of everything, and it's like typical UK chav culture, like. Just and just ear rape music. It's fucking. T- it's your typical, typical fucking meme side project, but it's just banger after banger. Really, we basically made that EP in over the, over the course of like what two days, <laughs> one night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was it. One night, and then yeah, write all the so fucking, fucking shit. Then is basically what you're trying to say. No, but the thing it's is, actually... we actually have to put like thought into it and like effort into making each fucking song like like you know make it stand out <laughs> right okay yeah trust me you're gonna love it we even well, you, 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 you even you've you hyped it up now yeah i'm good we we, we, we we it's so dubstep that we've even sung on it and we've used our own vocals and it's so good because that that that's that's what it means when a producer uses their own vocals it means that it's good mm. <laughs> You know what? You, you you've actually given me a really good idea. Oh yeah, what's that? What, what's 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 the idea? Well, the idea is that I have to cover it. I have to get fucking pissed, and you just don't edit it at all. You just make it one continuous video, mate. Yeah, oh honestly, God, yeah, that could literally just. <laughs> I think, like I've had so much joy myself like just like listening to hashtags. Like... <laughs> the first time, right? The me and Ellis met when I was at college. And the first time we, I ever went around his house, we were supposed to collab. Like I went around his house because we were going to make a track, but I went around there and we didn't, we didn't even open the DAW. Um, and I, I showed him Hashidas just randomly, like as a, I was like, we were in conversation about something like some meme or something, and I was like, oh, I've got this stupid thing called Hashidas, and I showed him it, and we literally sat there for like two hours listening to everything, everything on the SoundCloud. Matt Vpot was living with 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 yeah, me as well. Yeah, Matt was there as well. He was, sat, he was sat there with us whilst he was doing it, and he literally was like, "I can't take any more of this." And he yeah, fucking like, left. <laughs> Meanwhile, me and Barney right. there, like, I've, I've got to do it now. I've got to do it now. It's so dumb. It's one of those things, I'm... like you. Every time I listen to it, I'm the one who fucking made it all, and I, every time I listen to it, it's like I notice something new about it. <laughs> Yeah, every single time you don't notice like little bits, and then all of a sudden you just hear, oh, <laughs> 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 fucking so dumb. 
Yeah. Yeah. Where, where, where's the name come from? Three. The name. So, Damn. oh, when we started it, me and Thin Air, it was like we were taking a piss out of Adidas and how like it's over fucking how everyone wears like full Adidas tracksuits and like how Stormzy wears that fucking red tracksuit. And we just thought, fuck it, we'll combine that with weed. Ashidas. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't much thought into it. That is, that, that, that is, that is genius right there. That is like, that is like, that is like Mozart level shit right there. Well, like, is, it's more I, than I, just I music though. Been, I it's it was like, like some pit take of like, when you see, when you go Camden Market and you see some cunt wearing their fucking, Weed leaf Adidas thing that says addicted yeah. on it. The amount of fucking kids that used to turn because I used to live in Stevenage, so it's like all the kids from Stevenage would go to Camden Market, buy a bunch of weed shit, and then come into school being like, "Uh, yeah, bro, we smoke weed." Focus uh, <laughs> on them. Yeah, they're in rehab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, do you know what the thing is though? It's more than music. It's the whole fucking. It's the fucking theme of it all. It's just great. Like the titles of the songs, the descriptions and the tags on everything, and like the art. It's just. It's just mine and Ellis's humor, basically. We've, we've put we've put more effort into Hashidas related <laughs> than our own, and honestly i remember i sat there and i said to him i've put i've not put this much effort into putting up my own clips on soundcloud and making sure they go off well i'm 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 hyped uh you, you you've got me going you 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 you, you stirred me yeah. up well we'll say no more about how in this episode because i, I don't want to get back into the rabbit hole and say it again <laughs> every episode we end up just going off about how she does this is pretty. This is all just a giant ploy for us to plug Hashidas to everyone. The wall is just a marketing scheme for Hashidas. Facts. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, fair enough. Do what on you got related do. note. On an unrelated note. Is that it? <laughs> I, I was going to say. I forgot to say. Do you remember the first time that we met, Connor? Uh, yeah, I think so. Was it? Um... What what one of the uh one I don't know if it was an audio show, but it was uh down in the old uh, basement, was it not? Oh no, it was before that. It was before that. Was it, an, uh, was it an uh event? It was the Bygore Erg uh, reunion thing. That was my first set in room well, my first ever set. I played in room two whilst Tosoki was playing room one. And I came through to the smoking area and you were hanging out with fucking Chris and Joe and everyone. Yeah, I came up. I came up to me wearing a fucking joyride jumper, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is sick joyride jumper!" And then I like, I didn't see you for ages. Yeah, ages, long time. Ages, and then I didn't see you again. I, I didn't, I didn't see your face again until you posted that issue one review. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then when you posted that, I was like, "What's it?" Mike was like showing us it all, and I was just like, "Oh, I know this guy." <laughs> <laughs> and me. I saw you. I saw you at the. Uh, was it an audio show? I don't know, but it was like that that venue in London next work to bar. Angel. Yeah, work bar. That, and you, your your fa- your face had changed so much that when you came up to me and you were like, "Oh, hi, 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 hi," but I was like, <laughs> "I was like, who the fuck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> my, my, for some reason, during that period of time when I was at university, my face changed like. Too much, and then, and then I had my braces. Yeah, I grew up a lot, and then, and then my braces were taken out. Yeah, oh, then, but yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I can't believe I had braces until the age of twenty. That was fucking a bit crazy. You guys must have <laughs> met around the same time me and you met, Ellis. Yeah, so I'd actually 
I'd, I'd actually interacted with Connor before I'd met you. Yeah. And then, yeah, pretty crazy. He started cheating on me with you, mate. Yeah. That's basically what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> it was the hashidas. I'm, I'm sorry, babe. You know how I'd be in this dubstep business. I just got to... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Connor, am I, I've, I don't actually know if I've met you. Yeah, yeah, you, you were absolutely munted, mate. You were gone. Was you, I? You were... Wait, when was it? Was yeah, it at Primworks? I was sober at Primworks. Were you? Yeah, I'm just. Everyone says this gone. about me. I thought yeah, you were. No, no I, I thought you were. I thought you were pretty, uh, pretty jovial. So I was like, "Fucking Nimda's having a fucking good time." Look at him. I was probably I was just very... over the. I think I was fucking. Wait, when, when was it? What what part of the day was it? Like, uh, it would have been four o'clock or so. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. I don't remember. I, remember, I don't remember. Like, I, everyone, Ellis told me that me and you had met, but I don't remember it at all. Yeah, so it was. Um, I think it might have been the Flux Pavilion set. Maybe? Oh, well, what's yeah. on oh. something like that? And then, um, and then I was just like, I was wading backwards through the crowd, and I was like, and I found Ellis. I was like, ah, oh, fucking yeah. And I saw you, and I saw a couple of other, you know, dubstep boys, and yeah, I was like, oh, you're right, I recognise you straight away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Harry just said, Barney takes too much pre-workout before any shows, so he just seems trolleyed. So that is (laughs) semi-true. Yeah, that is so I, I, just, true, I don't like, take pre-work. I just down fucking energy drinks before, like. Oh well, yeah, well no, 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 no. There was there was the time at London at fucking Ministry where you just fucking opened the sachet pre-workout. There's pre-workout all over the fucking side. <laughs> <you're just> going, <laughs> it's dry, no water. He's just sat there going. <laughs> yeah, having this fucking pre-workout. He's you there mixing his hand doing this. You know, I was surprised it fucking die that night because do you know what? <laughs> the one I took, I just went into Holland and Barrett. Was it's like a ritual for me? I take fucking pre-workout before I play a set. But I went to fucking Holland and Barrett. Just picked up two sachets of the first thing I put, saw, and then after I fucking took both of them. I read. I read that each one was two servings, so I had four fucking servings. <laughs> so he like, sat there, full of all this pre-workout. His heart's just going like doing a fucking jungle break. Like, I remember, fucking... like, I remember playing the set and just not knowing what I was doing. <laughs> like... Yeah, and like I tried to like talk to you at some points, but because you were like so fucking hyped up, you were just there, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then carried on mixing. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking jokes. <laughs> it was. It was vibes though. Because uh, everyone went hard as shit, despite the lack of people. Yeah. Oh, no, that was a fucking that hilarious show. Five, five people watching. Yeah. yeah and, every, and the most people were behind the decks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone was on the fucking stage. people behind you than in front of you when you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like, hands on your back, blah, blah, like, whoa, yeah. And then yeah. they're in front of you. It's, it's like, more okay. just like, it's like you're just mixing in your room with your mates. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what it was. That's pretty much yeah. how it turned out to be. Or in like, uh, or in like Pirate Studios or something. You know, everyone just yeah. fucking. Oh, I was at Pirate Studios fight. the other day. It was fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was good fun. It's my first time ever going. Really? Yeah, it was good fun. Very good fun. We we yeah. were there for eight hours. Eight hours. Yeah, we booked we booked back to back sessions. Fucking hell! I mean, I think the most I've been in a Pirate Studios is like four hours. But the only thing I didn't like, the only thing I don't like about Pirate is that like because I'm very uh i i don't know what the word is but i'm very picky about 
like CDJ's amounts and shit because like I like mixing with four decks because I'm a mm. fucking cunt. Um, <laughs> so the most they have is three, isn't it? Yeah. So they yeah the most they have is three, and then if you want a three deck room, like you have to pay like an extra fifteen pound on. So I ended up mm. just fucking paying for these on finance instead because like I can just fucking just do it at home. And I don't have to mm. pay Ubers to get to Pirate Studios and then mm-hmm. how much. But yeah. Colin, do you so, produce or DJ at all? Um, <clears throat> I used to. I used to produce in a three with uh, two of my friends from school. Oh yeah. Uh, we we made a few tunes. We had a good time. We had some good fun. One of the uh, um, Instagram questions was actually, "What was the trio that you were part of?" You can you can find it for yourself. You can yeah. find it. If, if if you troll through my like my reposts and stuff from about seven years ago, then you, you, you'll find it. You'll, you'll, oh, you'll nice. find it. But um, I don't. I don't know. I I just like I, I like the idea of someone kind of stumbling across it as opposed to searching it and then listening to it and going, "Oh, Connor was shit." But yeah, we were shit. We we weren't great, <laughs> but we're yeah, all, you know, like, we, we were just having fun. We were having fun. You know that, yeah. that sort of. I mean, to yeah. be fair, I think I think I think music that has, I don't know, I think I think in the modern age of how dubstep's turning, I think there's there's a lot of music which obviously sounds professional to an extent, but it's got no life to it. Whereas I, I do prefer a lot of the. Like, this is why I'm preferring a lot of underground music because it's all very raw, authentic kind of sounding music. But I mean, yeah, it doesn't sound very polished. But you know, they could always like re-upload a new version because mm-hmm. it's just soundcloud so fucking whatever but yeah 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 you, 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 people are too obsessed with being like having like this kind of really professional sound rather than just kind of letting it be a little bit scuffed because i feel like um, with it when it sounds more scuffed it's got more personality to it mm-hmm. so would you say that well you barney as well would you say that you're more ideas or production I'm definitely ideas, 100%. I, I, I consider my mix downs fucking bad because of more, cause I'm more ideas than perfectionist with like mix downs and how the quality of my production, which is a bad thing, but I'd, I'm, I'm better at it now than I ever have been. But mm. Mm. I, think, I think a lot of it comes from kind of just, just time because... Mm-hmm. You can you can definitely start to pick up things when you're a producer or if you've produced for a while, you can pick up things that say an average listener wouldn't pick up on. Like like whenever I listen to any kind of dubstep song or any kind of electronic song, uh, anything that's not like, you know, something that doesn't sound like a like a, a rave music song or whatever. Like I have I have like like I, I kind of like my producer ears are just constantly on, so I'm just sat there like listening out for things constantly. Whereas, like, yeah, I forgot where I was going with that, but <laughs> yeah, you know, and you just, you know, and you just, and you, then you, yeah, and when you, when you want, and you, um, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're like, mm, 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 mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm having a fucking stroke. <laughs> 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 i've actually been trying to like find i've been trying to find more of a ba- balance with being really critical and but trying not to lose the like the original fucking concept of, that i came up with because mm. i've done that before where you start 
you start sort of losing creativity with it when you start thinking like you start being too critical with oh does this bit work I've done yeah. I've done that a lot in the past and I've tried to ditch that recently well I'll I'll, I've... I'll come up with the original idea to, for the song and I'll try and just not change it at all unless it sounds mm. fucking awful but, um, well yeah exactly I mean I think that's why it's good to basically just fucking smash out a tune to to its completion in terms of songwriting and the structure and mm-hmm. then obviously when it then comes to the mix down like just give it like a month away just just yeah. like I, like the amount of songs I've like left for like five months like there's in fact there's a song that I've left for like five months that I'm going back to listening now and I can actually sit there and go ah right I can fix this I can do this I can change this I can do this this and that because then at least then I've got the entire song finished I don't need to worry about what I need to add what I need to take away I just need to worry about well, well, technically, yeah, I do, but then I also just, but I don't have to worry about making any serious changes. Things that I can just mm-hmm. go done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm mainly, I'm struggling a lot at the moment to <clears throat> to determine whether when to make a track really loud and when to make it really clean. Hmm. Because I don't ever know what anyone wants. Like I, I mean, at the end of the day, I like both, so I I leave it to the opinion of others. Still, you want, mate? Yeah, but then it's the thing. I I, I like what how both sound. I just yeah. I I never know which one to do. I think I think it just depends on obviously <laughs> like the certain songs. I mean, I always I always I mean, people always say to use reference tracks. I always tell people to use reference tracks, but I I've do. not used a single reference track. For, really? For like, I've never used a reference. In fact, no. When I had, I think in 2019, when I had absolutely zero ideas at all, I used to just find any and all bad clat tunes and just fucking whack them in as reference because for some reason I just always use his tunes as reference. But then mm. I stopped doing that because then I made Pepperoni and I was like, yeah, I'm going to make fucking annoying rhythm. <laughs> and then now I make even more annoying rhythm. Why is my mum calling me? <laughs> Mum's calling. Get her on, mate. Yeah, get, get a feature. <laughs> Oh, next next episode. <laughs> I'll have to text her. I'll let her know. <laughs> I remember seeing um, one one of your like one of my favorite naughty step moments that comes to mind is when you heard one of Ellis's tracks. I think it was Lunch Money, and you. I think oh. it was like it was one of his, one of his. It was one of your newer like slappers. So. And I think it was around. Great songs, fantastic you'd, song. you'd, Im- you'd improved a lot between <laughs> that song and the last song you put out. So when when he heard it, he was like, "Where's this come from?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's still. We're, I've edited. I've edited it so it's all fucking memey and shit. But yeah, yeah, that, that, that was made yeah. me happy. That's yeah, that that, that, <laughs> that was amazing. It, it's like you know, you, you, you never want to come across as like. Um, you know, oh, you know, God, it we like it, it. It simply wasn't good enough before, kind of thing, or anything like that. Because like, it was still good, but when a drastic improvement like that is made so much, like it, it really fucking gets you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got like the, the the heat of the moment of being like on camera and you're recording yeah. and you you've just listened to like you know seven or eight other tunes. You're getting a little bit tired by this point. It's a classic interval like twenty three track compilation or something. You're like. Bloody hell, got, got got a while to go yet, and then that just comes that just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, well, fuck me, darling, like, fucking rocker, mate, fucking, you know, like, and then you're just like, yeah, it was it was amazing because like, yeah, I could just hear instantly like 
all the little elements were just they, they were they were you know I was like fucking hell. That's not, that song does slap. Yeah. Hmm? I, I think that song and Fluster are my two favourites by you, Ellis. Stop it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I do like pepperoni as well myself. Yeah, pepperoni's very really me in it. Just yeah. does get me with the with, with the vocal sample, you know. It's one of those little cheeksters where you get the little fingers out and you're just like <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I did a mix last year where I included every single... No, did I? I, I? At this moment in time, there's four versions of Pepperone. One of them's the Avoid remix, and then one's the original, then I've got a Blocks version, and then the VIP. And I did a mix last year where I included all three, and within, like, the first 20 minutes, and, like, it was featured on a live stream, and people were just like, are you, why are you playing the same song? I was just like, <laughs> I promise it's different. <laughs> like, it's all, I swear it's all different. But yeah, That's jokes. Funny. Why are you playing the same song again and again? Because it's my song. I do I fucking. <laughs> I wanted to ask, um, like, what made you start doing your um channel, like your reviews in the first place? Um, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a, an epiphany actually. Um, that I had at the beginning of uni. So I was a, I was at Birmingham uni of uni of uni uab mm. and uh i was like i was uh, at that point we're talking about 2014 and i just realized i kind of realized how much of that music i was listening to and like how much i was going after it and just seeking it out not just dubstep but you know all kinds of bass music drum mm. and bass trap kinds of house complextro fucking glitch hop whatever and i was so opinionated on all of it and I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of a waste of time if I'm just listening to all this music. You know, I'm, I'm talking about hours every day, just mm. being on SoundCloud, getting through everything. Um, mm. And I used to be that all the time. Yeah, me too. I right? miss those days. Um, and then at the same time, I kind of became aware of people reviewing music on YouTube. Um, Fantano, for example, and then a couple of others here and there. And, you know, I just kind of came to the realization that no one was really doing it for bass music or dubstep or anything similar. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we had Landon big ups to Landon oh, Flurry, yeah. who was, uh, who was running uh, Landon remixes for a fair few years. And like he, he was a, he was an inspiration as well, for sure. Mm. I remember um, of getters, what the frick EP. And, uh, that, that was, that was, I mean, at first I thought Landon was a dickhead for his EP, for his EP review. Cause I was like, hardcore getter fan i was like me 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 but i listened back to that ep and i was like he was right this ep's bad <laughs> that's the thing that's the thing like that's what you hope as a reviewer that you know some people who have completely you know really got at you for what you think which is fine you know we all have our artists or musicians who we're very attached to so if someone's talking shit about it then that's going to get that's going to get to you a little bit and that's completely fair but yeah, the hope is that people will kind of look back at some of my older reviews maybe and be like, oh, you know, I, I do respect that. And, you know, when I hear it again now kind of thing. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's that. But um, no, then I was just like, I was at uni, but obviously I had my I had my course to do um, over three years, which was a lot of work. There was no way I was going to be running a YouTube channel at the same time. So I was just like, okay, I'm going to set a date and I'm going to start the channel at that time and i did it 
and it was like I think it was twenty seventh of December twenty seventeen. So that was when the first video went up. So uh, yeah, from then on, it's just fucking rest is history. Wow, very nice. Yeah, and you just I mean, you that's... just grinded it out since then. Yeah, three videos a week, fucking, fucking you know, bitch, let's go. Yeah. That's mad. You've not like, had any breaks or anything. Uh, I give myself, I give myself the, 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 the Christmas week off and then I have one week off in the middle of the uh, middle of every year. So mm. probably around in total, probably around three weeks. If you take into account the odd day here and there where I just can't post cause it's like the burnout is fucking real. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, probably, probably around three weeks a year that I have completely off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> I couldn't do it myself. I definitely can do it myself. <laughs> I burn out so fucking easily. You think that, mate? But when, 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 when like, when it's so clear what you have to do, mm, yeah, the passion is so strong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's not like I'm not like most YouTubers where I have to think about ideas and I have to think about what I'm gonna, what video I'm gonna make, and you know that would take up a lot of mental energy if I had mm-hmm. to think about it. like if I was Mr. Beast for example, and I'm just like, oh shit, like, what what, what the hell am I going to do now with all this money? Like, what new video am I going to make? Mm-hmm. For me, it's just like, whatever comes out, I'm going to talk about it. Like, that, mm. that, that, they, the music does the job for me in that regard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so, so efficient, because obviously you, like, without, without the music, there is no channel, but then also without the channel, I get a lot of people kind of like also aim to get their music reviewed by you as well. So then it creates kind of like this cycle of people wanting to make music, some for the purpose of getting it solely reviewed. So then they've at least had it. Well, from, from, well, from what myself and many others think, a, a respected opinion mm. from you know from someone who can actually give a quite an unbiased and quite a you know level-headed argument to. Or, or or even just a bit of feedback like yeah 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 pretty much um it, it it's just become well i mean it was before before i was even making videos it was it, it was slowly you know becoming the thing that i love yeah and the thing that i'm most passionate about you know i used to write i used to be a football journalist actually so i used to write a lot about football and I had, I was putting a few pieces in, you know, different, you know, publications and whatnot. Um, but then music just fucking took over. And then I just put two and two together. And then I was like, yeah, that like people aren't reading anymore when it comes to, you know, reviewing and stuff like that. So just put yeah. it on, uh, put it on YouTube like, like mm. other people do. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause I think obviously a lot of, I mean, cause the, that that's the thing I always notice is that obviously your name is Naughty Step Blog, so obviously assuming that it started off as a blog and then obviously as the as the years transpired, it then you then decided to shift towards visual media because for one, it's people are more likely to watch it, and two, you know, it, it creates more entertainment in that aspect because you know, like with the live reviews, you know, people get to see you going off and absolutely mm-hmm. vibing out to the tunes and shit, and yeah, it's just, plus it's always good to you know have a voice and an actual face behind the name which i yeah. think people always often find a lot more enticing yeah yeah um essentially what i think myself and barney are trying to do with our own music like brands if you will i guess i'm just trying to be more i'm just trying to be people can 
like you said, put a fucking face to the music. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to. I, I get. I, I'm just trying to be as transparent as possible, and people can interact with me as easy as possible. That's why I'm trying yeah. to do random streams here and there. I'm trying to be as active as possible on like my stories and that. Um, yeah, I found a lot recently though. Like, there's there's definitely a balance. Like, oh yeah, definitely. I've I've tried to be. I've tried to be less like sharing everything possible recently and try to be a bit more genuine, I guess. Yeah. Cause I think obviously when it gets to a point when you share too much, it then becomes like it, it consumes a lot of your kind of day. Mm. That, mm-hmm. Like you could be spending it like, you know, worrying about other things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. And you wanna you wanna be wary of um showing too much of your personal life online, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Um But yeah. I mean, you know, nothing wrong with making a funny old video every now and then to fucking promote the sick music you're making. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got to do that more, to be fair. I've got to do fucking stupid videos. I don't I don't ever do them. Why well, I mean it depends what you want for your music, mate. To be honest, like there are people who will never do that in their life, and yet they're the most celebrated musicians there are. Mm. Yeah. So it's like it's it, it, it's just do what you want to do, do what you want your music to be about. That that that's it, man. I, I do try and let like the music speak for itself, and just try and focus on that. Because I th- I feel yeah, like you said, anyone can have fucking. That you could have someone who doesn't know how to fucking market anything, but they could, they could have a song that's so good that it just you know it markets itself. It markets itself yeah. yeah, literally. <laughs> I think you tweeted a, like something along the lines of that, and I, I've probably just quoted you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what is um? I've said a lot of shit in my time, Barney. You, you, you've got to know that. Like I've you know. I actually only I only spewed it. absolutely spewed it. Yeah, <laughs> I actually only found like your your videos or anything like as lockdown started last year and um i think it was your review of one of the interval compilations one of my tracks was on it um it would have been it would have been it was either the one with 409 with aimless on it h yeah that would have been without got seven it was either that or what's going on which is a fucking awful track (laughs) (laughs) i remember i was just trying to be edgy and different but it just didn't work well, well, at least you did what you want. Yeah, that's what I think about it anyway. Harry gets it's fucking cool. aimless in the chat, getting pissed off that I said H. Harry, it was your oh. fucking Instagram profile picture for like a month after you changed back to aimless. <laughs> right, that's it. Let's not let's not be cussing. Cancel aimless. Right? <laughs> but Barney, do you remember? Do you remember what you were? what you were feeling or what you were thinking when you saw the review like did you go through did you go through the motions or what was it like was, it I was like, like this is terrible this and I'm <laughs> yeah <laughs> this guy's an asshole like fuck this kind of like readying your tweet yeah. like i fucking hate reviewers <laughs> like, fair enough like, loading fair enough. the gun <laughs> no <laughs> i was actually um it was like one of the it was like one of the where uh the last few weeks before before lockdown happened and I was at work and I used to work at a hotel as a receptionist, but like this hotel was shit. So no one ever stayed there. So I was like, most of my shifts were just eight hours of me sat on the reception, like watching YouTube. So I, um, I came across your video 
and I was just thinking. Well, I, my first impression was it. You, it was literally like the electronic music version of um, what's his name? I always forget his name. The guy needle drop dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how I always forget Business. his name, but yeah, I, I that's, that was my first impression. I could tell like you put a lot of thought into it. But then I remember, I think you um, the track in the video. I remember you you gave genuine feedback. It's why I like um, Joe's channel as well because you gave feedback from. You didn't give super technical production feedback. You gave genuine feedback as from a listener's point of view, which is really difficult to find. For, yeah. For, for a lot of people, that's why I think your channel is really useful. Well, that, I mean, ultimately, that, that, that's what Naughty Step, beyond it being just about reviews, it's about, it's about reshaping and, re, and reforming the way that people talk about this music. Because mm. I, yeah. I'd, I'd, you know, years and years of just looking at people saying, trash garbage <laughs> yeah. fire. Yeah. it's, it's no. always like really forum based single word me 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 you know those soundcloud yeah. comments they're just sick do. i know best <laughs> sick. Motherfuckers. yeah yeah it's like, and you know you you kind of I, I i don't really like the word cringe i think it's like being overused quite a bit at the moment but that is just, like that actually makes me cringe a bit you know when you see feedback and kind of evaluation of people's effort and artistry in that kind of way you know and Mm. it becomes such a such a toxic thing you know i I remember seeing producer after producer just commenting on that exact thing you Mm. know people just leaving the most awful one-worded hateful comments on people's music and yeah i mean through what i'm doing i'm hoping that people are you know, seeing how you can appreciate this music in a more, you know, in-depth, analytical way, all that kind of thing. Yeah. And if you look at the comments on my videos with the reviews, it's all people going like, yo, like, I respect your opinion, blah, 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 but I don't agree with you for X, 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 X. It's like a big paragraph of, like, their own, you know, insight. Do you know what I mean? So Mm. that's just what we're we're trying to get going. Yeah, Yeah. of course, because once you then start that discussion, it's then brought at least somewhat of a civilized kind of mindset to it because you know just just sitting there going in a fucking facebook comment thread or a twitter thread just saying yo this fire g flame emoji flame emoji 100 emoji fucking hit send whereas instead it's like it's like it's like when you've when like i remember when you did the review of void and like the fact that the man himself commented on it and was like, I appreciate what you said, and I will take on... What... It's just like, he's not being a little bitch about it because like, he understands that it's good to have a discussion about shit like mm-hmm. this in a proper matter rather than sitting there just going, yo, that's fucking sick, and then that's it. It's like, yeah. that offers nothing because then I think that's that's the thing that a lot of artists kind of need. I think... I, I mean, people get... people. I think a lot of artists get hurt when people don't tell them immediately that their music is the best shit ever. Yeah. Because they, they, they'll they make a song that sounds like some fucker else. And yeah, it will, it will sound good, but you know, there's no vibe. There's no, there's no genuine kind of feeling to the song. There's no kind of actual, I don't know. It, like, it, it, it just, it just, you know, it just isn't that great. But then when you tell them it just isn't that great, it's then, for them, it's like the absolute worst shit ever. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. You're a fucking cunt. Fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. And then it's just like, nah. Take a step back. Realize that, you know, not everyone's going to like your music for, for reasons as to why 
this person is reviewing your music and saying why they don't like X, Y, Z about the song, mm-hmm. or if they do like X, Y, Z about the song, then you've got to take that, perfect, take it on your chin, don't be a little bitch, and make the next song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, this is what, was it? there's always room for constructive criticism. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, I mean, Shinky. One of the things, like, it's it's useful to have feedback from... You could tell one of the things I could tell is that you you'd analysed these songs genuinely in your own head really well, despite well I mean other than your being a trio of producers back in the day or whatever it was like you don't produce so I mean unless you unless you do it you haven't told me but like it's 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 nice having feedback from someone who's a listener because you know the majority of the people who listen to music are listeners rather than producers like Mm, so when it's nice having feedback from someone who you're actually i I don't know how to fucking word this um it's nice hearing it from the oh fuck it i I give up but it's nice hearing it from the people who are actually fucking listening to it rather than like the 20 percent who are producers who are going to go really in detail and pick apart your mix down shit like that and it'll only be because of personal preference as well yeah yeah and like yeah (laughs) how they would make the track (laughs) yeah yeah oh you should do this because i do this and it works for me and it's like their songs suck so it's like yeah But, yeah, uh, um, I would do that, um, except your music shit. So uh, <laughs> yeah. the amount of times I've had to hold my tongue when people have I've just been sat there and just gone, "Oh man, I can imagine." Yeah, but uh, yeah. All that aside, I I have some questions. Yeah, I I, we need learning. to get onto questions because we're we've we'll got fu- we got fucking loads this week for <clears throat> the Connor Whitmore, professionally known as Naughty Step. Oh yeah, he's in the building. And our first burning question comes from Incorporeal. You, uh, there. Let me try that again. Reload. Right. So, um, Incorporeal. Uh, <laughs> Incorporeal UK says, "Sit on a dick and eat cake." Oh, this. Or sit on a cake and eat dick. I've heard this one many a time. Yeah, that, me too. That, that's a fucking rookie question. Rookie question. That's it, Incorporate. You got to step up the questions, man. Bro, the like, give me a better. Would you rather? You know, you I'm know not, my favorite. I would. Spliffed. Shut the fuck up. I'm not spliffed. I'd sit on the dick, but it just wouldn't have. It just doesn't have to go in, does it? You just flatten it. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Bisexuals have entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I would sit on the dick and eat the cake. I ain't sucking a dick. (laughs) Business. Okay, yeah. I I don't want to get cake on my ass, so. Oh, I've I've, I've actually got a quick, a quick would you rather that I, 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 I'm, I assure you, you've never heard of before. Go on, do it. You can never, you can never sit down again. Or you can never kiss someone romantically ever again. <laughs> oh. You never sit down again. I'd I'd give up kissing. I'd no. Oh yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd give up. I'd give up sitting down. I'm not gonna lie. Really? Yeah. I spend I mean, so. I mean, no can you imagine not, every, no for the rest of your down. life you're fucking producing standing up? Fuck yeah! If I could have a standing desk, that'd be awesome. I hate sitting down on the chair. Like. 
I, I, I get lethargic as fuck. Does I just, lying I just, down I, in bed count? I, I mean, you no, can't go to sleep. Fine. <laughs> lying down's fine, but I mean, if you go to a cinema, you're, you're lying down or you're standing St- up. Stood up. Oh, I don't, like, if, I, if I could be stood at the bed, like... Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I'm at the cinema and I'm just stood there just like... <laughs> hang on, what about... You go to like... Imagine, yeah, imagine. All right. You can still romantically kiss, yeah? Imagine you've got... You've just got on with your new partner, yeah? And you're going around her parents' house to meet her parents, yeah? And you're having a nice meal. <laughs> They've got this fucking I'm meal. And you're just stood at the fucking table. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lovely um, mushroom stroganoff, Mrs. Naughty Step. Oh, fucking hey. stood up. There we go. There we go. So that's quite a good one. That is quite a good one. I mean, that doesn't outdo the one from Incorporeal, though. He's got to, he's, he's got, he's got to step it up for next week. Just, 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 get, just, just send a little, just send a better. Would you rather like DM me on Twitter or something? Just, just, yeah. just, just it publicly tweet. <laughs> so send, just riff some off to each other and just fucking. <laughs> DMs are open. DMs Hashtag are open. would naughty step rather. <laughs> exactly. All right, I got from Cheddar's. I got fucking loads this week. Um, from Cheddar's favorite type of snare. Not a pan snare. Oh no! <laughs> I felt that. Uh oh! Uh oh! <laughs> nah, nah, joking. Uh, probably. Uh, is it called rim shot? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like sticky. Like, like yeah, the ones that. Yeah, they're like probably like talk sound. Li- you know? Liquid DMB type of snare. Yeah, fuck you, can't you? Yeah, a good a rim shot bad. is is a is nice. But I mean, that's a funny name, isn't it? Rim shot. It's like a good shot of that yeah. rim. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ellis? My ah, uh, I don't know because like, so long as it sounds kind of good in the mix, I don't really care too much. I mean, I tell you what, those sna- snares I don't like are those like really. Cymatics kind of snares that I don't really like. Like that, like they're trying to sound like a fucking. Well, like the, the, the fucking water drop snares that, like. Yeah, yeah, ones that are like. Yeah, 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 no, they suck. Like, the the Hashidas snares. You mean the Hashidas snares? Those kind of snares that are like. It's like it's like it's like they took a must die snare and they were like, yeah, let me pitch it up six semitones and not yeah. EQ it properly. And it's got, and like the peak of it's fucking like. Yeah, it just sounds like that. <laughs> shite. Yeah, like, it's got no transient to it. Weak. Hashidas yeah. um, weed cheesecakes now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, if I, I, I'm not even joking yet. If if I'm hearing music and then the drop comes, it can be the best introduction in the world. But if I hear that, like like it's like it's overblown, then I, I can't I can't back it. I'm sorry. What do you mean, like um like just distorted as fuck drops very like when it's overly like really you know like yeah, very yeah. distorted i, I can't just I can't, it, like, the new wave it. of like ear rape drops that are fucking happening yeah wow yeah yeah it's pretty much what it is it's just, it's just, it's just like, oh it comes a drop <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah, yeah like a fucking didgeridoo but like yeah. demented you know and then you can yeah, just exactly. hear like a the faintest pan snare over it just yeah <laughs> Cool. <laughs> I think my favorite type of snare is like 
You know, like the old Fizo tunes. Oh yeah, like Fizo Grello. The snare in that's fucking sick. That's basically that's what pretty- I try and get all my snares to sound like. I need to listen to Grello real quick so I can so I can hear that snare again. Or or mass damage. Or game games corner. That one's got a six yeah. snare. Don't, yeah, the snare in that's a bit fucking sexy to be honest. My 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 favorite snare at the moment is um like a bitch extended mix. Oh yeah, the snare. I was that's... just hearing that again. And I was like, oh my god, that is actually like perfection. That is just it's a joke. It's an actual joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking. It's, it, to be fair, I find it strange how well that song has kind of like lasted still. Like yeah, I wasn't mad, expecting it? it to kind of like you know, still stand out. But like, when I listen to it, I still get excited because, like, mainly because, you know, it's one of my favourite songs ever. And then fucking, but like, yeah, hearing it still, you just sit there's like, oh, fuck yeah, I can actually still fucking go, go mad to this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Where is it? Another question. Tell you what, old, um, old murder snares are ridiculous as well. Mm. They're proper oh. fucking crisp. Very sexy. Very nice. I go on hey, like snares up? all night. <laughs> Hey, what I've just said, Havel? Question mark. Havel. Yeah. Havel? Havel? Question mark. So, Havel. What, Havel? Is it Havel? Havel or Havel? I think Havel. it's Havel. I have no idea. I've, Havel I've or Havel? Well, Havel sounds like some sort of Scottish food. Oh, Havel! He's got the Havel you heard that new death step tune from Havel? Yeah, I'm just going to say. Fucking, fucking rapey, you heard that I'm, I'm just going to say. I don't know if we should be worried. I don't know if we should be worried, but there's been seven clips on this stream. Seven. Seven, seven I mean, clips have been made. Oh, seven clips. Oh. I was People in have clipped to this stream like seven times. So random Uh-oh. segments of this stream That's have been it. clipped. We're getting cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> No, Wait, what do you mean it's been? What do you mean clips? So clips is like on Twitch, you can click clip and it will just save a thirty, the last thirty seconds of the what you've been watching. Hmm. Maybe there's been some more epic, funny moments. Is Maybe. that a bad thing? Wait, what? Wait, what? Pe- what people are making clips out of the stream? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Seven have already like, made, and that, I think so, that we usually get like one. <laughs> yeah. So you. So now that the stream. So once the stream finishes, there'll be the whole stream video on demand, and then. There'll also be seven separate 30 second clips. Yeah. Like people's moments that they thought that were actually good. Oh, okay. Strange. Since when the fuck better, did people um, show was worth it? Check, uh, check the old Twitter. If I haven't been, uh, just check it. haven't been fucking. Uh, um, it was not known, you boys. I'm yeah. fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, the dubstep police are at my door. <laughs> just jumps out the window. <laughs> fucking hell. You'll never take me alive. Um, yeah. <laughs> Cheddar's also any... says, um, "Wait, Havel? Question mark. What was was that? What was the context of that?" Uh, literally, <laughs> Havel? Question mark. It's probably Is it by Havel himself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So nice. Oh, it's the wrong way around. Yeah. Why? Why is Why is Harry saying that I can't count? <laughs> I don't. I don't get this meme. Cheddar says. How did you make your own vocabulary for your reviews? How do I make my own vocabulary? I think he means just how did you get so good at it, I guess. How did you Um, come up with your own sort of vocabulary? Well, I think I touched on it briefly earlier, but I had a 
very very journalistic background mm. um and upbringing like my mum my mum's a journalist for most of her working life mm. um until quite recently and then i like english was mildly in a way my favorite subject at school did it at uni as well read fuck ton of books mm. i've i've just always loved i've always loved um just analyzing anything kind of getting into the nitty gritty of it you know yeah so um with, with that comes uh, a lot of words actually yeah so uh i, I find suppose that, that would explain that i find that really interesting because i'm the complete opposite and i i, I wish i wasn't because i i it's something i've always really struggled with but i i it always um it's always kind of mesmerizing to me hearing someone speak really well and analyze something really well <laughs> if that makes any sense <laughs> Because I'm just yeah, like, yeah, whenever I'm trying to explain a basic thing, I'm just like, fucking, I don't know how to speak. As you've probably heard through this I podcast. Have word, yes. Yeah, literally. <laughs> me, I me can only say thing basic good. things. Uh, yeah, Ellis, yeah. hit a question. It's um, um, sept.aus who says, oh, this is... Uh, directed to Mr. Whitmore it says, uh, what music do you actually like when you're not reviewing? So I'm guessing they're saying, what kind of music do you listen to when you're not doing reviews and stuff? At the moment, I'm, very, I'm listening to a lot of uh, big room techno. Um, so like a lot of dark, dark techno music. Me too, actually. Huh? Me too, actually. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, ever since I played Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, techno, techno is just like, you know, if you like bass music, I feel it's just, it's just pure bass, you know, for me, for me, it's like the purest form of bass because you're just getting solid hits of bass and then like very minimal approach to it beyond that. But yeah, it's just, for me, that's just pure, pure bass without going over the top. Mm -hmm. Um, and then beyond that, been listening to a lot of, uh, new disco as well. Um, so I've been making a couple of playlists for that because, um, like, my friends are my. Fr- it's very much a, a vibe with uh, a lot of my friends from uni. So, but they don't kind of explore music that much themselves. So, it's just nice to kind of make playlists for other people. Mm. So, so I'm guessing you're kind of like the one. You're like the tastemaker amongst the, your group of friends. You're like the one who kind of just like, hey guys, check out this new music I found. <laughs> Kind of, I, it, it, you know, I, I don't know if you you guys have it as well, but like when you when you're so invested in music, you know, people kind of mm. they, they 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 come to you for like recommendations about stuff, or you know, they mm. want you to DJ their birthday or something, or and it's yeah. it, it's cool being you know the the music person, if you will, because like you know everyone loves music. Mm. I've come across mm. a couple of people in my life who straight up just don't like music, and I'm yeah. like, okay. I, I, the people who say that they don't have a favorite song, I sit there and I worry that they've either had some kind of really traumatic past or they simply have no brain. Yeah. yeah or, like, or one of my best friends yeah. literally just says like he just like doesn't like music. <laughs> it's it's really strange. Is he okay? Does he need a hug? Like, like, yeah. I've, not, like I've been I've been friends with him since we were both like four, and he's just he never been into music too much. Like he, he will listen to like game soundtracks. When he, when he, when he's, I don't know when he listens to these, but that's like the only thing he will listen to. And it's not even, yeah, he's just not into music. It's weird. Mad. There are people out there like that. 
Mm. You know, they'll they'll be at the wedding and everyone will just be going ham and they'll just be standing there. You know, <laughs> just... going ham at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, man. Have you never gone ham at a wedding? Going yeah. ham at the wedding. I went to Sky Rose's wedding uh, in 2019 and I got plenty uh, fucked whilst I was there. I won't say anything else. I was very fucked before the actual wedding even started, um, <laughs> which was kind of funny. Mm. I won't go into any more detail because, uh, 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 yeah. And that's when Ellis became a legend. I think. <laughs> Um, yeah, do we have any other questions? I've got a lot. <laughs> questions about others? Yeah. Udders. <laughs> um, I'll skip you a few like of them, because some of them are, like, just fucking <laughs> shit. Um, would you rather a horrible sustain base or a weak snare? Mm. I can't jump out of, of, of a moving car. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather a shit sustain because at least because at least then like I can be annoyed at the sustain base rather than the shit snare because I think a shit snare just makes you feel bad. Shit snare yeah, is going to be going on for more of the song, whereas a sustain base is just going to be probably like one section. Yeah, unless you've just got the whole drop. It's a sustain. <laughs> it's a shit sustain base. As soon as the fucking song starts, just boom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the whole and you can time. actually you, you can actually do you can do well what are we saying are we saying a bad sustain base or any sustain base i think a, a shit sustain base like a, oh, a rubbish one, one. yeah uh, well can you can, can you could you barney could you impersonate a shit sustain base just so i, I don't know because i feel like a shit sustain base could be sound good if it was used right mm. Mm. i don't know <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> you know, like those, um. Wheel! <laughs> you know, like Foghorn. You know, like Foghorn Jump Up? Yeah, one, of, one of them, but in a dubstep song. <laughs> Foghorn Dubstep. I don't. I honestly, I've been really tempted to try and, like, at least make one kind of Foghorn sound, because I want to try and do Foghorn Dubstep, but, like, I know I would, like, just delete the project as soon as I did it. I was just that's disgusting. <laughs> no, get rid. Leave the foghorns in DMB. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as rhythm kids find out about foghorns, they're gonna be fucking. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what happened with sustains. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be the sustain base. The snare, like when I hear a bad snare, it's just the purest form of cortisol just it rushing ruins through. the whole song. Yeah, it just it does. It, it, it actually, it actually does. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's like your brain immediately turn it off, 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 <laughs> please. I mean, do you ever like when you're doing reviews? Have you ever heard a song that you genuinely hate, and <laughs> you have to like try and not be too brutal? Obviously, you don't have to say which one, uh, if you don't. No, but I mean, I, I, I'm kind of assuming that you, that, that Ellis, I, I think you would know if you thought long about long enough about a review that I've got a lot of backlash for. <laughs> oh, I don't know this. 
Oh, mate, you've got a whole treasure trove of oh, no. oh, I want to know. Shithousery and just fuckery just to kind of explore now. You do. Oh, okay. You, Someone you, can I'm link actually me quite it. jealous of you, mate. If Someone I'm can link honest. me it. I'm assuming it's a certain artist beginning with a Y. Yeah, everyone's saying it in the chat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the YouTube video of this, the chat's on screen, so us not talking about it is pointless. <laughs> yeah. But, As in but, us but not still, saying the name is pointless, I mean. Actual quote from the Yuki review. Fucking, I've actually, I actually screen recorded part of your review. You know the bit where it goes, Hey! And you turn it off and you go, Fuck you. I, I, that is that is a that is a clip I have on my favourites on my phone that I look at sometimes and I just sit there and I just think I I I can feel your pain. Someone needs to link me this. No, no, like I don't I don't want to make this like you know a, a kind of hate thing or anything oh, like yeah, that. Like, we, we've we've had we've had this thing like me and them talked it out. Mm. Um, oh, really? They um, messaged you. Um, I had I, had, I I got messaged by a lot of producers that day apologising. Really? Yeah. So, uh, you know, because when people actually realise what I'm trying to do, mm. and that I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not sat here, you know, waiting to to hate on people's music. It's the yeah, complete exactly. opposite. Like, because nobody wants to hate a piece of music, but when somebody absolutely presents not. a plate full of bullshit. You're gonna you're gonna kick off like I like I remember when I heard that EP I genuinely was in a a rage when I heard it. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. One of the basic well basically Excision's new label they released a yeah. Yuki EP. It's bad. I reckon they did it on purpose just to get everyone talking about it. Um, but yeah. It was really bad, and there was a big divide between people who were saying, oh, it's good, you guys need to be nice, and then there were people who were going, are you being fucking serious? <laughs> Wait till he is Hashidas. Yeah, basically, no. It was worse than Hashidas, because at least Hashidas really? were using semi-good samples. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I just shh. Whereas, <laughs> don't, don't shh. Whereas with, with that EP, that was just bad, in my opinion. I didn't, I thought, I mean, like, by all means, they had they had some kind of creativity, I guess, with it. But I, like I said, there was the people who were like, Meh, and then there were people going, "Are you dumb?" <laughs> and I was in team, "Are you dumb?" But <laughs> I remember, at least you yeah. were honest about it. But the thing like, is, yeah. the, the thing is, we can't have a situation where I'm just not reviewing stuff because you know because it isn't good. Yeah, you know, that, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? I've had I've also had producers like you know message me being like you know I I, I would prefer that if you didn't you know review my stuff if it's just going to be negative all the time kind of thing and I do respect that I do I do get it don't get me wrong I do oh, get yeah, it because yeah, like you know if if I'm if if I'm not saying anything new then there is no point but if you know if if there's something new about it which I don't feel is quite working when I've enjoyed your stuff a lot before that you know that that's the point of what I'm doing. Do you know what I mean? So you can't, you, you can't really pick and choose what you're going to review. The problem yeah, exactly. is just that the problem is that it's just such an intimate scene. Anyone yeah. can talk to anyone. Do you know what I mean? Like I can, I could message Zomboy, for example, who's like one of the biggest, let's say, 
and then he could very very easily reply to that and see it yeah whereas i'm I'm not talking about kanye west who's never going to see a fucking review that i put out of his music do you know what i mean like yeah yeah not only is he not going to see it he's not going to care so it's just like you know it's completely different yeah as a whole the dubstep community is very tight-knit there's a lot of well it's like you said it's a very intimate scene so i don't know plus i think it, it just means that people get way too i don't know i feel like people get a bit too emotional when it comes to other people's opinions as well because they forget that like you know we're all people at the end of the day we're all gonna have mm-hmm. our own opinions we're all gonna want to we're all gonna have our own ideas of you know what what is what is good what is bad what is objectively good what is objectively bad and i think i think obviously because of the amount of, or as I was saying to the other day, with the amount of younger producers stepping onto the scene, there's there's such a fucking clash of characters now, um, that mm. are, that are constantly changing and are constantly evolving because you know they're all growing up, whilst also trying to do this whole music thing. And I mean, obviously, as a 22 year old person who's been making dubstep since from when he was a teenager. I sit there and I think, fuck me, they've got a long way to fucking go. <laughs> like, when it comes to people in the scene, even being in the scene, you know, when it comes to making friends and connections and doing all this shit, I don't know. I just think it, it, it becomes way too... I don't know. I, th- I think people don't realise how much it kind of changes and almost... And it builds kind of an ego for, for for a lot of people. I mean, I had an ego for for a, well, I had a pretty big ego at one point whilst during my whole fucking producing journey. But like, obviously, you know, then I decided to not be a massive cunt, and then <laughs> yeah, and and here here we are. I'm only just a bit of a cunt. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, you're a massive cunt. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> you're the biggest cunt I know. <laughs> Let me at it. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, um, it, 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 it's true. It's true. It's true. There, 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 there are a lot of there are a lot of younger younger heads in the game at the moment. That's true. Mm-hmm. And that, that that that's good. You know, it's, it's amazing. Some of the music that you know teenagers are making, it just baffles me. Like it's unbelievable. There's a lot of untapped creativity that I think comes with being a teenager. And then as soon as you're an adult and you've got the stresses of being in the real world, it's like, ah, where's it gone? Yeah, mate. <laughs> I remember much, yeah. like I remember one of the most mind blowing cases of this for me was when I think it was when I was like seventeen or eighteen. I used to talk to Hamish Marauder a lot and he was, he had just made, he was like 14 or 15 and he had just made that fucking black hole remix and like just put it out. It's just like a clip on SoundCloud and it was like, everyone was fucking blown away how he was like so young. But now like, now there's people coming out all the time who are like 14. They're just making, you know, bangers. It's, it's mad. It's like Mm. the, it's just, I think it's guess it's just as the genre is growing, and plus it's a, it's a lot easier to access the tools for producing as well. Yeah, as you yeah. go on, yeah, anyone can anyone can produce now. Literally anyone. I think that's also why it's also a lot more insane when you have like this community of people who 
are able to then create a lot of good music, but then also, you know, be as as young and actually have it sound good because then you could just tell that they've decided that they want to rise above the woodwork and they want to fucking, you know, make a bit of a stink. <laughs> and it's good. It's good. Uh, but yeah, on a second, I've got another question here from <laughs> Emilio Carrion, also known as Secrecy. He says, what opinions on tracks slash projects have you changed your mind on since uploading your thoughts on? Uh, Rock and Roll Part 2 by Zomboy. Hmm. Um, it was an EP that I initially uh, wasn't massive on, but I've grown to appreciate it more over time. Hmm. Um, still not one of my favourite projects of his, but uh, yeah, that's fair yeah, enough. I, I, I appreciate it more. So uh, that, that that's always the one that kind of comes to mind first because I I, I remember a moment <clears throat> a couple of months after I put the review up, just watching it again and just being like, I do not think that now. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird because like you, you you put so long into writing that review and having listened to it about you know. 10 or 12 times so you've got a pretty rounded view and you know what you think mm. but it's amazing how quickly songs can grow on you you know yeah that's, like that's, you, that's, you, that's... You, you'll you hear it again another 10 times or so and you're just like fuck I actually really like it now mm-hmm. um, and you know Zomboy's music it's got a lot of character the production's fucking good the ideas are just gonna grow on you more as you hear them again so that, mm. that yeah that, it happens often with his music for me at the moment. So I think his music has a lot of replay value. I think that's the thing because it has that it has that replay value because it's obviously he's he's trying to he's he's essentially the pop version of oh no well I say I say he's he's essentially like our face of dubstep almost mm, yeah like you know the whole mainstream area and shit. So obviously his 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 stuff's all very. Centered around. I still listen to and Six play. Um, oh, I, st- I still listen to and play City to City. Oh, it's a fucking banger though. That, that Dead Symphonic, the Dead Symphonic. Yeah, 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 that's like one of the best EPs fucking ever. So fucking good. unbelievable. Fucking Angry Birds yeah. intro in a, yeah in Hoedown. Yeah, in Hoedown. But you know, but you know that that's been taken out for the uh, yeah, for the Spotify, Spotify version. Yeah, because they lost the licensing for it or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was hearing it the other day and I was like, no. Nah. No, As if it's gone, I'm just glad I bought it years ago. So yeah, I've got it on my, I've got it on my hard drive. Yeah, so good, unbelievable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to yeah. listen to that EP after we do this. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna listen to that EP and cry. I'm when I started producing, everyone was doing, um, everyone was doing YouTube tutorials on like how to remake Zomboy bases and massive. It was great. Mate, when everyone was doing them, how to make a Zomboy base in massive. Yeah. <laughs> People, some dude like completely remade Nuclear, like completely remade it, and it sounded almost identical. It was crazy. To be fair, I, I tried to do a remake of Jam on it. I don't know if you remember Jam. Oh, on what it. a uh, tune! I don't remember I, I, that I managed one. to remake the entire drop, like each and every sound. Like I figured out what wavetable he used because I, I was a, a pure accident. I was just like, hmm, this sounds like. Whoa! What the fuck? <laughs> then fucking yeah, I was around the same time. I learned how to make yois. <laughs> Yeah. I got a question from Sweetie's World. Oh, yes. Hey, Connor, who is your favorite EDM producer? So, I guess of all time. If it's not Nimder and Outlaw, we're going to have to end the whole 
Yeah. <laughs> and so what would you guys call yourselves EDM producers, yeah? I know yeah, EDM. I say wait, EDM is fuck, bro. No, you, you're so EDM. Like, like you, you are you two are literally the pinnacle of EDM. We are the like, face of EDM. EDM. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, Avicii, Calvin Harris kinda of close, but Nimda and Outlaw, they're fucking streets ahead, mate. Hashidas is the face EDM. of EDM. <laughs> Oh, mate, you fucking hyped it up. I'm looking forward. It's the face of EDM, mate. You should be. (laughs) I mean, look at that artwork. Ashidas, a million question marks, and then over the question marks in yellow text that you can't read, it says hard as fuck. (laughs) Is that what it says? Yeah. Oh, and, you, know, you, you got you got that one extra one on the next on the next line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is just perfection. Oh man, you got a random, uh, really low quality picture of unknown T. Fucking amazing. But yeah, favorite EDM producer ever. Ah, uh, I don't know. Maybe Knife Party. Actually, that's a mm. shout. You know what? That to be fair. They they make I don't know, I mean I wasn't too keen on their last EP only really because you know I just wasn't keen on it, it wasn't really my thing. I mean other no, people like it, but yeah, it's uh I I I feel like had music gone towards kind of what Knife Party were doing with the, with the whole EDM style, that would have made for a very interesting kind of new wave of sounds and new wave of songs but i think obviously around that time when they stopped being as active everyone was doing the whole martin garrick's big room fucking it all became very simplistic shit i mean obviously then you had dead mouse kicking off mm. all the time people like fucking all oh, this is edm shit it's all fucking shit and then he sits there and plays the fucking old mcdonald animals and fucking EDC, that was the funniest shit. He gets up on stage, fucking do, 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 fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs the mic, starts fucking screaming. <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah. Um, Life is a show. Like, yeah, they're just for me. For me, like when, when it comes to musicality and like matching melody with bass they've been like reliable the most consistent over like Mm -hmm. the whole pretty much the whole time they've been making music as just that duo you know beyond pendulum and whatnot yeah i agree with that what about you i think they're um wait (laughs) their midsections in particular are like for me the best midsections that i've heard um like if, if you think about i don't know tunes like Internet friends, Power Glove, like I Elrad. fucking love they, Power they, Glove. They all have like this incredible midway moment where they reset the scene and just you know make it really atmospheric, and it just works. It's just perfect. It's just yeah. like there, but it, you know you can't. I, I think you know musicality and melody overall just aren't. They I don't, I don't feel like in the heaviest parts of bass music that they're appreciated enough for what they for what they can do to a track. You know, so I fully agree. They did. They did it perfectly for me. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Knew what they were doing. And exactly. Who would you say, Alice? In terms of your favorite. In terms, of, in terms of like all kind of well EDM and stuff. Ah, uh, I don't know really because like I'm just gonna open iTunes real quick and just 
<laughs> see what the fuck's showing up here. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, when I like, because this, this is the thing that that's that's a bit kind of annoying because like I used to be very EDM. I mean, I used to listen to like I was like the biggest fan of Dylan Francis for however long. And obviously, he's not that active when it comes to putting out tunes anymore. He's more just like, well, I'm David Dobrik's friend. <laughs> so it's like, fuck off. Um, but I don't know. Like when it, I'd say I, I would have said Knife Party as well. I'd say kind of anything, any anyone that made trap music during during the twonk kind of era. Twonk, Twonk was like some of my favorite fucking eras of EDM because Brills, you know, Kill the Noise was doing all kinds of fucking crazy <clears throat> stuff. Uh, Bro Safari as well and UFO, whenever they made a track, mm-hmm. those two were fucking insane. Their Animal EP, that thing's sick. Insanity. What was that track with like that was had the fucking triplet wobble on it? Oh, was it it's called it like the, the dealer? The dealer, yeah, that track's fucking sick. Oh, mate. Fucking in... I love that track. I'm just going to start crying in a minute because of all the music I haven't listened to. Mate, I used to really rate Loud Pack for some reason back... Kenny Beats' old alias. Yeah, mad. That was Kenny Beats. Then did Loud Pack, and then it was like, oh, I've got all the EDM out of my system now. Let's let's go back to making beats for people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking jokes. I think for me, the first person that comes, the first artist that comes to mind instantly is Noisier. Mm. I think they're they're the I've always come back to them, like mm. the entire time I've been producing. I've always consistently listened to them, even though my music, like I'm not. I guess I am inspired by them, but my music, I don't try and sound like them at all. But the, the the way their music sounds fucking awesome to me. It always has been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're 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 the they're the artists that you know Skrillex always cites as like the uh, the most unbelievable engineers that I've ever seen work. Or like, this is music that you can't even kind of comprehend. You know, if if, mm. if he's saying that, then you know. Yeah. I tell I tell you one thing. I wish I wish more people. Did had mix downs that were more like culprit or noisy. Mm. Culprit's or fucking like, amazing, um, yeah. mate. Is the end like the actual engineering behind it is fucking insane? Like I'm, I'm basically taking the time at the minute to learn how to engineer things rather than mix things because I'm trying mm. to like, I don't know, I, I, I can mix okay, and like you know, it, it's clean, everything cuts through, you can hear things nicely, but then I want it to be like perfect. So it's like, <laughs> like I'm just sat, I'm sat there taking the time, like, like because. I went to, even though I went to a fucking music uni, they didn't teach you shit about actual engineering. They were just went, when I did stuff, when I recorded for this artist, I did a comp- I compressed this and that. But it was the 70s. And so, so it was like, yeah, so it's all out the fucking window. And it doesn't matter because I've got a glue compressor on Ableton that does half the shit that your compressor in the 70s couldn't do, such as sidechain. <laughs> so, <laughs> but fucking so dumb. Yeah. I was just reading the comments. Wishing to be noisier, wishing noisier to be replicated on a mass scale is like asking to end world hunger. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> no one, no one's really come close to what they do. Like it's... Yeah, I think it also helps that there's there's three of them. 
Yeah. And they're all very smart. They're like fucking scientists, man. They're not... <laughs> like, they're... On top of being musicians, they're like fucking scientists. It's mad. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, I mean, to be fair, I'm... Like, I think I think a lot of us at the minute, we, we're all kind of just like, we do it because we enjoy it and it's fun and we don't kind of think of it in that kind of like, we need to we need to actually activate big brain and fucking think about X Y Z. We're gonna fucking you know and all that shit. But like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Have you seen their um? Have you seen their studio? Yeah, it's no. fucking silly. Mate, Ellis, mate, get on you as soon as you finish it, mate. Get on YouTube. It is an actual joke. What it's their studio? Beautiful. Yeah, like their 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 studio is just like, oh. Something else. Am I just going to see it and just cry? <laughs> just yeah, look genuinely, like <laughs> when you see yeah. like the, the the acoustics of it and the different rooms they've got, how they work with each other, you just like they are actual like, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Literal <laughs> gods. <laughs> I'm um, oh, due when lockdown's over. I'm due to get a noisier tattoo. You actually, yeah, nice. Is that um, is that on your bell end or where is it? Yeah, yeah, just right on this, right, <laughs> right on the, the, the bullsack. Yeah, <laughs> well, if that's you the case, get their like, logo of like the three holes just around it. <laughs> oh my god! No, where, where would you get it? I'm gonna get it on my forearm, along with all these other random ones I've got. Ah, but, um, yeah, they're fucking sick. I want to get an Apex Twin tattoo, but I don't know where. Get it on I'll your neck. Yeah. Get... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it. I'll put it on my bum hole for. Um, oh my god! For yeah. Prime, prime tattoo placement. I saw a video of someone <laughs> to scare away getting, predators. Getting, like, no, I've, I saw a video of a girl that was like getting a getting a tattoo on like her ass, and like you know her ass was spread, and like you know they're there doing the tattoo. Around I've seen it. I just, this, and I just thought, why? Yeah, I've seen this video. Sure, like, like, why have you got like why? Big why? Yeah, Big I mean, boy. I mean, yeah, fair enough. But like, why? Imagine like <laughs> that. Imagine the healing process for that tattoo. Oh, sorry, you have to walk around with your ass spread for like. That would literally two be the question from earlier. You wouldn't be able to sit down. Oh shit! Yeah. Like, and wouldn't you have to have your wouldn't wouldn't you have to have your bum out for the whole thing, the whole time? Oh, no, yeah, you like, just have to fucking. No, no, it's not not when you're getting tattooed, but when you when you're healing, is that is that what has to happen? Do you have to have it out? Do you have to have it like exposed to? I don't know. I don't no, because well, I've no, nah, you don't have to have it exposed, but you have to be, you have to keep putting cream on it. And <laughs> I imagine when you're fucking, imagine you go for a shit and you wipe and you like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it must just like yeah. Yeah. Oh. a couple of gruff nuts in my tattoo over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no, it's a fuck. There's a couple of clangers in my fucking tattoo. Oh, you wouldn't even be able to check, break, mate. Come on, you wouldn't even be able to check. You'd have to look in a mirror, wouldn't you? Just like oh, oh yeah, that looks <laughs> oh, pretty <yeah>. bad. <laughs> That's it. We've we've. This is disgusting. <laughs> we, we we've digressed just a little bit, haven't we? Just a little. Bit. That's usually what happens with these. This has been probably yeah. the most professional one we've had, to be fair, out of these podcasts. Yeah, the most we've had been. like we've, we've had some fucking when we had um, when we had Madcore on. 
we just sat here and spoke about serial killers and like snuff videos for like yeah. three hours. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fucking <laughs> jokes. Oh yeah. man. But uh yeah, I mean I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh yeah, I've got a question well, it's not really a question, but I've got, I've got a thing here from Havoc. It says, uh, I will be back on the monthly roundup track monthly track roundup if it's the last thing I do. And I hope I hope that does happen because Havoc's showcase is epic and he needs to put out all of his music because it's very good and he needs to put it out because if he doesn't he's stupid but excited to hear it <laughs> i mean his showcase is really good it's like not it's like not even like dubstep stuff but like it's all just like really cool just music which is actually a nice change just music it's just music <laughs> yeah cool i, I mean it. i i I, I I steer clear of any kind of showcase mix or anything like that. Oh yeah, because I, I, I don't. I, I like to hear people's music in the full tracks. You know, mm. it's fully like. I don't like to have an idea of it before I go into the actual thing. Yeah, that, that's cool. I'm I'm excited to hear it. This is the thing that kind of puts me off doing showcase mixes because obviously, like, I would like. Part of me wants to just sit there and just go, just fucking make a showcase mix. You've got enough music for it. You can do it. It's fine. But then, like, part of me is like. Yeah, but I'd rather put the whole track out. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's such a fucking divide. I mean, I've stopped putting clips out now because I've just sat there and I just thought I can't be asked to be putting out clips. If I want music out, I'm just gonna try and get it released. And if I can't Mate, release it. People yeah. get an idea of your music, and then if it's different when it comes out, they'll be like, Oh, oh well, well why was why isn't it like that anymore? Why did you do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously it gets people talking, but then I'm trying to make music for, for people to listen to. I'm not trying to make music for producers. <laughs> I like I I've I'm releasing so much at the moment. I don't have fucking time to put out clips. Like if oh, I put scary. out clips, then it's then it's I'm putting out too much in the same month. <laughs> like that's why yeah. I've whenever I do have the like a, a gap where I can put a clip out or something, and I don't have a release going. I've done this whole Shank Anthems thing where I just put like literally like ten second segments of the fucking loads of whips I've got going and loads of, you know, it's a typical showcase, but they'll usually be, they won't change. Um, like you said, when someone hears a clip and then it's different when it releases, it won't be like that. Cause it will be in a state where I know it's going to stay that way. Usually. Mm. That's good. Yeah. At least that's good then. Mm. I got, so... I've got a couple more questions, but like, I'm not going to answer all of them because some of them are fucking don't make any sense. <laughs> and then others others are just like thoughts on pee poo pee poo yeah pee and poo and pee and poo shout out that person everybody um, pee poos they're here to stay pee poo no no I, I won't answer all of <laughs> them because a lot of them we've already answered like just by chatting but um Declan Thomas man like has put like. um what is when you think of the perfect snare? What comes to mind? We've covered this already. Didn't you say you said um, you said the like, like a, a bitch, bitch. extended yeah, yeah, the like a bitch. Yeah, that was it. That's what I'll go for. Perfect Put that snare. In your fucking pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Where is my pipe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But yeah. Well. Wow. Is that all we've got time for today? On I, the I, I'm happy to wrap it up. 
Yeah. It's been a fucking cool sick it. episode. It's been a sick one. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun, boys. Yeah, yeah no, thank you for coming thank on. You so much been, for coming I've been on. wanting to ask you to come on for a long time, but I didn't know when the right time was. So, but yeah, it's been it's been good to have you on, and it's been good yeah. to finally talk because it's been a long time, and I've missed your face. Me, yeah, I, I miss you. Um, I'm, I miss you much, Leon uh, Barney. I'll see you for the um, uh, for me. It'll be the second time, but for you, it'll be the first time, apparently. So um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. uh, yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully shows will be back this year. Hopefully, yeah. I'm not getting my hopes up, okay. but hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. I think, yeah, yeah I, I think when it's like, I think after it's died down a bit, the 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 initial, you know, what we're getting in June and whatnot, I think there'll be a couple of shows at the end of this year. I'm pretty sure of it. I hope so, yeah. yeah. Hopefully I, I we can see each other and I'll remember it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, what do you, do you normally not, do you normally go sober? I w- yeah, I was sober. I, I don't, I don't do any drugs. I've never done drugs and I rarely drink. Oh, right. Okay. I was going to say, have you heard of alcohol before? Yeah, no, I drink like on my birthday. That's it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like on other occasions sometimes. But like, yeah, I I don't know why I didn't remember seeing you. Maybe it was because it was just a lot going on. There's a lot of people around. I think think the lights were quite savage. The the lights were quite intense. I'd, I'd like slice my thumb open. I was drunk already. I was, I was not okay. I'd only had half an hour sleep. (laughs) <laughs> they're fucking the entire time I'm there running around Primworks like Wah! everyone's here <laughs> but yeah yeah it was it was a good Funny. it was a good day mm. very good day yeah it was a sick show that yeah yeah, yeah. Like I'm up there next year, next year thank you fucking loads for coming on Connor mate it's thank been... you thank you both fucking Business. love your pod I'm um yeah. I'm looking forward to the next naughty step upload as always. Well, and, um, everyone go fucking subscribe to Naughty Stroganov, Naughty Step, Naughty Stro, mate. I'm gonna send you a fucking box of my Stroganov. You're gonna be fucking, <laughs> gonna fucking turn up on my doorstep in a container. You you, you fucking wait, mate. My Stroganov is gonna fucking knock your west up. Yeah, it's just like love from Connor. Open it up. It's yeah. just a fucking. Fucking... <laughs> it's just poisoned <laughs> just kills me then <laughs> oh, you're assassinated by, it, by naughty step um but yeah i mean anyone out there who might be watching who is interested in bass music and people talking about it and whatnot then yeah hit up the channel yeah go subscribe sure i'm really enjoying. glad you said that i'm really glad you, you said that at the end because everyone who we get on they're like too scared to fucking shamelessly plug themselves at the end but like that's kind of what it's for. I kind of want everyone to just oh, fucking. No, no, like I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm always gonna, I'm always happy to kind of say what I'm doing and yeah. the fact that you know people might enjoy it. So yeah, hop on board yeah. if it, if it suits you, if it tickles your fancy. Very yeah. nice, Barney. Do you have anything to plug? Do you have anything to fucking plug um, for this week? I got a new song coming out on Friday. Yeah, Rhinolex. Is that um, Hashidas Volume Three or Hashidas Tracks to Anthem's Volume Four? No, um, <laughs> it's still in stasis. Um... <laughs> no, I got a track called Forever coming out on Rhinolex Recordings, which Ooh, I'm, that, uh, I'm... the the Cataclysm mm-hmm. uh, comp. That's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I've only just discovered them as well. But... They got they got some fucking heat on there, boy. Yeah, they're really cool. They're very cool. But they they actually yeah. when I when I sent them the track they told me to um 
they told me to make it quieter. <laughs> <laughs> they, they sent it back. It was like, can you like bring it about down like two decibels and then send it again? <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, that'll be interesting. What about you, Ellis? Plug. Um, nothing in, well, nothing being released just yet. I've got a few things in the pipeline in terms of releases, um, but nothing confirmed yet. So I'll just have to keep you updated. Right, well. When it happens. But yeah. It's been a fucking Sustain base. <laughs> ASMR, but it's just sustain bases and shit snares. Exactly. Foghorns. Yeah. Jump up foghorns. I love it. Right. <laughs> Safe, boys. 